EO Fire 1140. I was comparing my documentary with everybody else's highlight reels. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb, and to get on it, all you need to do is text EO Fire to 33444. That's EO Fire, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and get insights from my head to your inbox weekly. Ignite. Great businesses start with a great logo. Start things off right with a professional design from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade free. Looking to set up payments for your business? Braintree gives your app or website a payment solution that accepts just about every payment method with one simple integration. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Robbie Kelman Baxter. Robbie, are you prepared to ignite? I am so ready. Yes. Robbie is the author of The Membership Economy and created the popular business term, Membership Economy. She's the founder of Peninsula Strategies, LLC, a strategy consulting firm. Robbie, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Yeah, so I'm, I'm talking to you from sunny Northern California in the heart of Silicon Valley, uh, where I've lived almost my entire life. I have three kids. I love yoga and I love being a consultant and an author and a speaker. Well, we're going to dive into what all of that means in this upcoming interview, Robbie. But let's just say this. You're in Silicon Valley. Somebody walks up to you at a networking party and says, what exactly do you do? How do you respond to that in just 10 seconds? I help companies grow and thrive by applying principles of the membership economy. I love that word thrive. I feel like it's really underused because so many people in this world are just barely surviving and there's no reason why we can't thrive. And I'm sure that usually gets people saying, well, what exactly is the membership economy? So how would you kind of expound upon that? Yeah, so the the membership economy is this massive transformational shift that we're seeing across virtually every kind of organization, from nonprofits to small businesses to Silicon Valley natives to big, stodgy, traditional companies. And it's all about a move from ownership to access, from the transactional to the relational And from the one-way speaking to a two-way conversation to a multi-directional party. Um, And it's really impacting organizations' ability to engage with their customers and build tremendous loyalty. From ownership to access. I love that phrase in Fire Nation. That's the reality of the world that we're living in right now. And Robbie, let's talk about numbers. Let's talk about dollars and cents because we're looking to build viable business here as entrepreneurs. I mean, Fire Nation, we're looking to create a viable business. So how do you, Robbie, generate revenue? So I generate revenue um, as a consultant, as a writer, and as a speaker. And those three things are uh, move around in a virtuous cycle. So um, I give a speech probably every couple of weeks. Um, and so some of those are paid and some of those are not paid, but they're in front of people who could benefit from my expertise and are likely to, to hire me to work with them. 
So then I write about what I learn and I share that with my people. And that drives more speaking and more consulting. And uh, it goes from there. It's the amazing cycle of generating a revenue fire nation. What I love about it is you can see how Robbie's just doing building blocks one after another. She kind of knocks over that first domino. Other opportunities drop in her lap. So let's talk about your journey now, Robbie, because you've had some ups and some downs. But what we like to do right at the top of EO Fire is talk about not just the downs, but the lowest of the <laughs> low. So, girl, take us to your worst <laughs> entrepreneurial moment. Don't pull any punches. Take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. Okay. So nobody's ever asked me this before. So I think, I think this is the first time I'm telling this story. (laughs) So, um, you know, I start, I fell into, I've been a professional consultant at Booz Allen and Hamilton. So I loved consulting. Um, but then when I had my first child, I needed to figure out a path that was um, more flexible. And so I said to myself, okay, I'm going to do consulting for three years. I'm not going to consider any other alternatives. Um, I'm just going to do it so that I can pay my mortgage. I don't care if the work is not inspiring. I don't care if it's not exciting as long as I make a living. And um, I'm not going to invest heavily in this. I'm just going to do it for a few years. And that went, it went well. You know, I I made a really good living. I did work that was actually quite interesting. But then I got to the end of that, that period. And I said, okay, now I'm free. My kids are in school, you know, they're, they're in preschool and I've got, I can rethink this and I can really be an entrepreneur. Cause that was in my mind, I always was going to be an entrepreneur. I, was very involved in the Entrepreneurs Club and Business School. I, you know, I had lemonade stands and carnivals and babysitting clubs, you know, my whole life. And then I said, okay, now I'm finally free. I have some money in the bank. I'm going to do something entrepreneurial. And I explored everything that I'd ever possibly imagined that I might like. I thought, looked at um, starting, there was a, 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 some companies I could buy, including a baby food business. I looked at um, buying a yoga studio. I looked at starting a staffing agency. I looked at um, building out a big consulting firm. Um, everything that I thought that I would enjoy more than what I was doing now that I was free. And um, I spent a year really researching this pretty heavily, and I couldn't find anything. Mm. And I was really depressed because I said, you know, here I am, I'm exploring all these things and it's like one dead end after another. Like I, I realize, you know, that when you, when you own a yoga studio, it's not about being with all these like-minded people who are really on a spiritual path and trying to stay healthy. It's about, you know, wrangling yoga instructors who are free spirits and wonderful people, but lousy employees. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. And it was like one thing after another, all my bubbles were burst and I was really depressed. I was like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And um, that was probably my lowest point. So you're at that moment, Robbie, and you're struggling. I mean, you've put in this time, this effort. You've tried some things. They haven't worked. Some things have. What was like that first sliver of light that just kind of got you off the mat from that lowest moment that actually got you going into a positive direction? Because as entrepreneurs, we're always going to find ourselves down on that mat at some point, oftentimes multiple points, but it's how we get back up. How did you get back up? What was that sliver of light? Okay, so the first thing I did was... Um, you know, I have a mastermind group um, that I really trust. And I went to them basically almost in confessional mode. I didn't even know what I was going to say, yeah. except that I was so unhappy. And I said, you know, guys, I've spent a year thinking about, you know, what kind of entrepreneurial endeavor I could do. I have money in my pocket. I know, inv- and, and I can't find anything that seems exciting enough for me to do it. Um, 
and I was like, so the first step was really to confess, to say it out loud to somebody that I trusted, because I've always found, I don't, you might've found this also that just saying the truth sometimes is really um, a huge relief. Yeah. Um, just even getting the word, you say it and you're like, that's, that actually doesn't sound like such a big deal. Now right. I say it in my, in my stomach, it felt very different, but saying it like, oh, I haven't found an entrepreneurial endeavor, even though I spent a year and, you know, 20 hours a week of my time trying to find something, I'm a loser. Um, when I said it, it didn't sound so bad. And then the second thing was that that gave my, my friends, my colleagues a chance to give me feedback. And what they said was, you know, Robbie, if you turn that on your head, what you're saying is, you love consulting and nothing else is as exciting to you as helping organizations grow. And you're already doing that and you know you're good at it. So what you're really saying is, what I've been doing the last five years is actually the right path for me. And like that had not occurred to me, that, that what I was doing, consulting, which I had seen as a stopgap, was actually my destiny. Fire Nation, we talk about this so often on EO Fire. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And if Robbie had surrounded her- herself with Debbie Downers and Don Doolittles, they would not have been much used to her in this moment of just really stress and, and, and tr- just trouble and just struggle that she was going through. But guess what? She surrounded herself with the right people, with a mastermind of people that she knew, liked, and trusted, who she respected, and who knew her. And then when the time came that she just kind of needed a reality check, like, hey, Robbie, like you're on the right path, girl. Like, like let's do this. You are doing this. Like, just, just now let's turn up to the next level. Let's amplify this. It made all the difference in the world. So fire nation, find your people, find your tribe, your masterminds, and surround yourself intentionally. Robbie, that's my takeaway. What do you want to make sure fire nation gets from that moment? I think that, that what you said is so right on, and I, I'm such a huge fan of yours. Um, <laughs> so, so I love that. Um, the things that I might add, one of them is um, don't take for granted what you're really good at. Right. So for me, you know, I'm a good consultant, but I thought, oh, well, it's gotta be, that's not enough. I got to do something else. Um, and the other thing was um, that I was comparing my documentary with everybody else's highlight reels, and that's just a killer. <laughs> that's why so many people struggle with like Instagram and Facebook because we're just seeing the highlight reels on those social media channels. Exactly. And, you know, when I dug in and I said, oh, wow, it looks so great to own a company. I want to own. And then I was like, oh, they're actually not making very much money. <laughs> right. They're working 80 hours a week. They have mediocre employees that they have to deal with. I don't have any of those issues. You know, I, I have a really flexible schedule. I work only with CEO. You know, I, this is awesome. So, you know, when you dig into the details, it's not really that people lie, but most people don't put forward all the downsides that come with their upside. And so I think we sometimes have a flawed view of, uh, of what everybody else's experience is like. I was comparing my documentary with everybody else's highlight reel. I mean, that's so powerful, Fire Nation, because it's so true. And we do it every single day. And just realize that, hey, they're living a documentary too. I mean, I've said this before, actually, that (laughs) I would not want to be Richard Branson 99% of the time. Like the 1% is amazing. That's what we see 
hanging out on the island, doing this, doing that. But the other 99%, I mean, that's the documentary style. And, and that's not all glory by any stretch. So, Robbie, let's take that great kind of close that we just did and shift it to another story. This one's going to be your epiphany, your aha moment, a light bulb that went on in your journey. So just like I felt like I was there at the lowest moment that you had, take us to your aha moment and really get in and tell us that story. I have two stories. <laughs> One of them is I just wanted to point out that having that moment, hitting that low and turning it around was a huge aha for me because I stopped looking around at what else I could be doing and really dug, dug deep and doubled down on what I was doing as a consultant and as a thought leader. So that was, that was one piece. The other piece, I'll flash forward 10 years and I finally wrote the book that I'd been sitting on for 10 years. And the ahas for me there. So I wrote this book, The Membership Economy. I took this trend that I was seeing that I've been seeing since, you know, Netflix, which was one of my very first consulting clients when I was oh. still, you know, having babies, right? I worked with Netflix. I totally fell in love with their business model, which is sort of geeky, but I've realized that, you know, I love understanding all the pieces that make somebody's business rock. Now, did you suggest they move to Quickster? No, I did not. <laughs> No. And, you know, the thing with that, it's not that the Quickster was such a bad idea, in my opinion. It was that they weren't authentic and transparent in that transition. Hmm. Interesting. The, the, they had a very specific challenge, which was, um, you know, when they started, and this is an issue with a lot of companies that grow fast. When they started, they weren't a threat to the movie studios. So they got very good deals for the content. But as they grew bigger, it actually started to cannibalize the studio's ability to sell their content through their traditional mm. channels. And so the studio said, hey, you know, we're going to charge you a lot more than we used to charge you now that all your contracts are coming due. We're not giving you the same terms. And so Netflix, Netflix terms changed. Um, so it was more expensive for them to deliver the same experience to us as consumers. Got it. In addition, they saw that the future was going to be in streaming, and they wanted to invest in that and move people as quickly as possible to the streaming experience because it was both in Netflix's interest and it was actually in our long-term interest as consumers. But instead of saying it like that, like, hey, guys, number one, we got to raise our prices because all of our costs have gone up and we know it's awful, but we have to do it. And number two, we really want to give you a lot of incentive to move to streaming Instead, they said, good news, we're lowering our prices, when actually they were raising their prices. Right. And, and people felt violated, which is really the core for me of what membership is about. You know, when you have a membership community, and I know you know this, um, it's great for loyalty, engagement, recurring revenue, but there's a price, which is your members expect you to tell them the truth. They feel like they know you, and they expect you to behave like a good friend. And for the most part, Netflix has been amazing about this. And I think that Quickster was a, was a little misstep. No, I think that's a great lesson. And, you know, Fire Nation really understand that it's the transparency, the authenticity, the you being genuine and just open about what you're doing. I mean, people understand that life happens, that situations change. You just don't want to feel like you're pulling the wool over the eyes of people that are in your community. So bring this back to you, Robbie. What's this aha moment? For me... The aha moment was that membership, the membership, you know, and I, I obviously wrote this book about it because it was so meaningful to me, but that membership, there's some very practical things that people can do um, to build membership. 
but there's also a very high price that they need to be willing to pay if they want to have a membership model. And that was something that I hadn't heard anybody else talking about and that I felt like my, my clients didn't understand when I started working with them. Um, and if you start with that authenticity and that relationship, your long-term success with those customers is going to be massive. Well, Fire Nation, if this is resonating with you, the membership economy is going to be a, a must-read for you. If you're looking to build your community, if you're looking to build your tribe, I mean, this is where it starts, and Robbie just lays out the principles in the membership economy. And Robbie, it sounds like you just don't have any weaknesses at all talking to you now, but we know, we know you have one or two. So what is your <laughs> biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? <laughs> Um, my biggest weakness is that I see too many possibilities and too many shades of gray. I think that great entrepreneurs have the ability to see one thing and see it as being simple and clear and going for it. And for me, I'm often distracted by other possibilities. Um, and, and I'm painfully aware of the nuances, which make it hard sometimes to simplify, especially in my own life. What's your biggest strength? the opposite of that, (laughs) which is I'm very strategic and I see possibility everywhere. And I love exploring possibilities and alternatives. You have a lot of things, Robbie, rightfully so that you're excited about, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? So for me, it's, uh, you know, having, you know, for me, this book is so front of mind and, and such a big deal right now because it's really changing the kinds of relationships I have. Um, I've been hearing from people whom I've never met who are using my book to increase revenue and profitability while they're creating great experiences and high integrity relationships with their customers. Um, And that, I mean, I I can't even tell you how exciting that is. These are people I don't know. So in the past few months, I've heard from people at medical supply companies, insurance companies. I've heard from butchers and Pilates instructors and entertainment video companies and they're using the forever transaction as a kind of core principle for growing their business. And, you know, most of my work over the last 15 years has been here on Silicon Valley. So having this kind of breadth of, of experience and having people tell me that I'm making a difference for them um, gets me, you know, gets me to my desk early in the morning and keeps me at my desk until I'm falling asleep because I just am so into it. I mean, Fire Nation, that's, you know, when you know you're doing something that you're passionate about, when you are literally jumping out of bed in the morning, falling asleep at your desk at night. I mean, that is exciting to know that you're spending your time on your passions. And we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Braintree. That's code for easy mobile payments. Maybe you're working on the next Uber, Airbnb, or GitHub. If so, then why not use the same simple payment solution that's helped them get where they are today? Braintree makes mobile payments so fast, easy, and seamless, it's almost magical. Braintree not only offers a full stack payment solution, they also bring you superior fraud protection, stellar customer service, and fast payouts. Add it to your app with just a few lines of code, and you're instantly ready to accept Apple Pay, Android Pay, PayPal, Venmo, 
credit cards, even Bitcoin. And if some other way to pay comes along, we'll support that too. Braintree's fast payouts and continuous support mean you'll always be ready, whether you're earning your first dollar or your billionth. See fewer abandoned carts and more sales with Braintree's best-in-class mobile checkout experience. To check it out for yourself and to get your first $50,000 in transaction fees free, Visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. Hey, Fire Nation. What if you could learn all about a new company in just a few precious seconds? Well, you can. And you do every time you see a logo for the first time. A great logo tells people about your industry, personality, and point of difference, and looks incredible doing it. That might sound intimidating if you're in the market for a logo, but it doesn't have to be. Our friends at 99designs have helped thousands of businesses around the world get logos and more that communicate their unique brands. Right now, 99designs has a brand identity pack that includes a logo, business card, letterhead, and Facebook cover photo. It's a great way to establish a professional look and feel for your business right from the get-go. To learn more and to get a free $99 upgrade on your first design, visit 99designs.com slash fire. While you're there, check out some of the design projects I've done. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Robbie, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? So prepared. What was holding you back from becoming (laughs) an entrepreneur? Fear um, and some basic tactical things that were really stupid when I look back at it. So I was really afraid of failing and having to explain to some very specific people that I'd failed and use up my social capital and goodwill. So I had this vision, like, what happens if I go out and I ask what I call my friendlies, you know, the people that are both really able to help me, but also people who who like me and want to help me. So these are like classmates from business school. Um, early, you know, my early managers and employers who, who think really highly of me. If I go to them and say, Hey, I'm starting this entrepreneurial endeavor. I'm starting this consulting firm. And then I have to come back to them. And I had actual faces in mind and say, uh, you know what? That didn't work out. And now I'm looking for a job. But again, it's that thing that it feels and seems so much worse inside. But then when we say it out loud, we're like, really? Is it that big a deal? I mean, that's why you need to have this community around you, Fire Nation. We need to talk about it. I mean, there's this one quote, you know, and I'm going to butcher it for sure right now, but it's basically like, we spend all of our time making money to buy things we don't want to impress people we don't like. And, and it's just <laughs> like, like, why? Like, why do we do this stuff? I mean, if I, this is the one life we have, Fire Nation. Now, Robbie, what's the best advice you've ever received? Um, if not you, who? So do that thing that you really want to do. Find your gift and be all that. And don't do the things that aren't natural for you. Um, it's all about, I think, investing in your strengths and in the thing that you know how to do. And, you know, I, for many years, let the fear keep me smaller than I was, than, than I should have been, you know. And um, so if not you, then who? What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Um, I invest in professional development. And I have a peer group. Those two things, um, you know, every year I set aside budget that I have to spend on becoming better at doing what I do. So it might be taking like this year, I'm really focused on becoming a better speaker and putting together more compelling presentations for when I talk to large groups. Um, You know, last year (laughs) it was about investing in people who could help me write the best book that I could write. Yeah. Um, But every year I set aside time and money to get better at what I do. And um, I think that's a really important habit that I have. 
What's an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? So I have, I have three. I have uh, one that's, that's, uh, that's professional, one that's personal, and one that's for your family. So the professional one is TurboScan, which is a really basic app that allows you to take very sharp photographs of documents. And it has saved me so many times when I wasn't near a printer and I needed to sign something um, and, send an, you know, and send a document to somebody. Um, so that's one. Uh, next issue, which is which allows you to subscribe um, for like 15 bucks to pretty much every single magazine out there of every type is just awesome for, you know, having a variety of reading, especially when you're on the go, you can download all the magazines. And the last one is um, it's called Kerbo and it's a weight loss app for kids. And um, one in three kids in our country is obese. Mm. And this is a pretty inexpensive product that has 80 plus percent efficacy at helping adolescents get the weight off. So those are my three, my three uh, resources that I love. Love how you broke it up into different categories. So it was TurboScan. What was the second one? Next issue. Next issue in Kerbo. Kerbo with a K. Kerbo with a K. If you could just recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? I would say free. Um, the History of a Radical Price by Chris Anderson has been one of the most, well, first of all, it was really fun to read. Um, and second, it's been really influential for my thinking uh, about pricing, which is something that I know is a challenge to, to every entrepreneur. In Fire Nation, pricing is a challenge. And I would also say have the membership economy on your bookshelf as well, because you can hear from Robbie. She knows what she's passionate about and she's living that within the membership economy and we can too. So Fire Nation, I know you love audio and I teamed up with audiobooks and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Robbie, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would look around for a job um, selling on commission uh, because I think that's the quickest way to make money and uh, it's totally objective, not subjective. So if you're good at it, you make money, you get more opportunities to make more money and it shows effectiveness, which is what everybody is looking for. Um, much of my success in life has been due to a huge investment I've made in the people I know. And selling is a great way to meet other people as well, because people in sales are, are extroverts and your job by nature has you reaching out to all kinds of people. We're all in sales, Robbie. It's just whether we accept it or not. That's just the reality <laughs> of life. And let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I am easy to reach. Um, you can reach me uh, at my website, which is membershipeconomy.com. You can email me at Robbie at membershipeconomy.com. You can call me uh, at 650-322-5655. And, uh, you know, I'm really accessible and would love to, to hear from Fire Nation. Wow. Well, Fire Nation, you know that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Robbie K and JLD today. So 
keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with everything we've been talking about. Her book, her recommended book, resources, those three great ones that she mentioned, and everything that we've been talking about today. And of course, go directly to her website, membershipeconomy.com. All this will be linked up on the show notes page, as well as her phone number, Fire Nation. Let's give her a call. Go ahead, take action. <laughs> who's who's going to take action right now and press pause after I just reveal this number for the second time here and and, and call Robbie, 650-322-5655. Make it happen, Fire Nation. Take action. Start your membership economy. And Robbie, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. It's been a pleasure. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Create, grow, and monetize your podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.